Good morning, everyone. We are excited for our next episode of the Gifters podcast. Our guest is Jasmine Montoya. Jasmine describes herself as the life alchemist. Jasmine, welcome to our Gifters podcast. Thank you for having me. Hello. So first, I got to ask, what is a life alchemist? Please share with our listeners what that it's about. Sure. So I, I don't know if you ever read the book, The Life Alchemist. But with um, that was such a beautiful book that I read years ago, and I was just so enamored by that book and the understanding of, you know, you have to kind of go through life looking within yourself versus looking for external resources. Um, and when I decided to become a coach, I thought, wow, life alchemy and what is really alchemy and it's just such a magical process of transformation and it's different for everybody so that's why I decided to call myself the life alchemist well it's unique I mean I always talk to a lot of listeners and, and sometimes they just sound a coach and speaker well, all right great but in your case it stands out and did you mean the, the alchemist by Paulo Colo is that the book you're referencing yes that's oh, okay yeah that's a that's a phenomenal book love it yeah I read it over and over again that's one of those books that are like right at, the, at my nightstand Really? Like literally? Literally. <laughs> okay, I'm test you right now, Jasmine. Okay, what's on page 52 on the third line? Oh, wait a minute. No, I have to run now to my bedroom and get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, share with the listeners, please, then. Like, what do you feel about that book? Let's just say one thing that you always reference, because I have some books that are my favorites as well. But for you, like, what do you think our listeners can really glean from the book if they can only read one book and they read The Alchemist? What do you feel is something that you feel that can help them? Sure. For me, I think that the biggest uh, message and life lesson for myself as well is to, you know, we're always searching for something. We're always looking and we feel like it's not in our reach. It's, it's somewhere else. It's, we have to go looking for it. We have to go wandering, whether it's the world or, or looking for careers. But realistically and honestly, at the end of the book, if you read it, you understand that it's not about searching for something or someone or you know something to make you happy it's searching you know doing soul searching and self-reflection and understanding that you know life comes in full circle that's fascinating and you help your clients do that you kind of like sit them down and say hey look first read this book <laughs> then come to Definitely me on my on my reading list for my clients absolutely <laughs> And kind of, do you kind of use it as a framework? Like, for instance, some people read the uh, A Course in Miracles um, and they kind of use that as kind of like a guide, a guidepost or a guideline for them to kind of see your coaching? No, it's more of like a, a reference point for them just to start opening up and being more aware of what coaching is like for, with me. Because I, unlike other coaches where I know they tend to focus a lot on the now and where you want to get to, I, because I'm also a healer as well, I'm a Reiki master, I like to infuse uh, healing from, you know, past trauma or past life events in order to get you to the place where you want to be. That's great. And share with the listeners what that entails, or at least just the basic meaning of a Reiki healer, just in case people are not familiar with that, that process. Sure. That. Yeah. So it's, you know, we're, it's a scientific, uh, you know, study that we're all made up of energy. Everything's energy. We give out energy or thoughts. Everything is just energy. And so... Uh, what a Reiki master is, is we help to shift the energy in our bodies because a lot of trauma, and when I say trauma, it doesn't have to be something as severe as, you know, things that you would think trauma are, you know, I've, I've had clients where, you know, I do a Reiki session on them, which is very similar to acupuncture, except it's not invasive. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they'll come out saying 
an image about them when they were three years old, when they were lost for two minutes. You know, it's something like that that you might not think is traumatic, but um, in reality for you and for, you know, your soul, it was, and, it, and then it stays in there and then it, you know, can form, form its way to anxiety or depression or, you know, feelings of, of loneliness. So we, I kind of tackle the, the energy around that and to figure out not just the surface level, but the root of the cause of it all. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. I've, 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 I've met a number of healers and it's just, again, it's, since I'm ethically Chinese, you know, Reiki is similar to like Qigong. And so there's a lot of things that are going on outside of like the Western world where it's just fascinating. How did you even get started with this, this whole process or coaching for yourself? Um, you know what? It started when I became a mother. I, I had my son and, you know, I was a typical New Yorker. I was a fashion producer uh, for 10 years. I traveled the world, you know, from the outside looking in, you would have thought my life was amazing. But, you know, I had a lot of anxiety and I was battling depression and I was, you know, heavily medicated with, you know, the drugs that, you know, nowadays everybody just kind of uses that as a, a clutch. And when I had my son, it was kind of like this awakening this like out of body experience, you know, kind of questioning everything like, well, why is this happening? Well, why have I done this? You know, cause I, w I wanted to be prepared as a mom. Like when he starts asking those questions, but why mom, but why mom? And I kind of started asking that myself, well, well, why do I think this way? Well, why am I this way? And is it the healthiest way? And is this the life I want for my son? So I really started to do the heavy work of, of soul searching and, and recognizing you know, the stuff that happened to my, in my past that I suppressed. And those were all reactions to, to now why I, you know, I have anxiety, why, you know, all these issues and I am the way I am. And then I just kind of fell into energy healing. Cause I, I figured I would, you know, I moved to California and, you know, when in California, there's so many wonderful holistic <laughs> methods that you can try. And I figured why not dabble into that? And it was just life-changing for me. Energy healing for me helped me connect the dots to so much trauma that I had in my childhood that I, I suppressed so much because we don't even realize that, you know, sometimes it's like locked away even for you because you don't want to, you know, face it. And so when you start shifting the energy and you're, you're into these sessions, things start like coming up and you start feeling emotions that you didn't want to feel. But again, in order to heal, you have to feel. So it's just been such a beautiful thing. And so now at first I was a coach, but with all the things I'm learning through my own healing journey, I'm incorporating that into uh, my coaching program. That's fascinating. And, you know, you, you mentioned how it came from a personal perspective with your son. What's, what's your son's name and how old is he now? My son's name is Noah and he's four years old now. Nice, nice. Yeah, like cause this podcast is really about sharing stories. And, you know, when you look at history and culture, it's always about the stories you share. So you shared a story about your son. And then in the interview questions, I asked you, like, who some of that inspires you? And you said your parents. So why do your parents inspire you? Are there any specific stories you can share with us? Um, they just, you know, I think it's just, especially with what's going on nowadays, um, they were um, born and raised in Colombia and they came here to the States in their 20s. And, you know, there, it was just like that, the, you know, the immigrant, I want a better life for myself and for my family. And so they inspired me because understanding all the trauma that they had and, to come to a country without speaking the language, without having education, and just really saying, you know, we're going for it, and this is the dream that I want. Um, it, it was just so inspiring, and they continue to inspire me because, 
you know, there was no manual for them. There was no culture really, you know, they left their culture in Colombia and they came here and it was just so new and different and not so welcoming or inviting, you know, but they suck it out and it wasn't easy. Um, but you know, you grow from that. And yeah. even just seeing at now as an adult, as my parents just keep on evolving, like they're just always open and they're never close to maybe looking at themselves or, or reevaluating, you know, their decisions in life. And, you know, they're just very open people. And I admire that. And, and the bravery it took to be in your twenties and to, you know, just come out here uh, and, and figure it, figure it out literally like day by day. It's just, yeah. it's, yeah, it's incredible. No, I can hear the determination in your voice and it really is a, a, a homage to them. I mean, as a, as a side plug, I was just actually in Medellin, Colombia. So for all the listeners out there, <laughs> you it is go a Columbia. beautiful place. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Like I, 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 I was so mesmerized by the people, the culture, and perhaps this is a bit biased because this is a podcast. But really, it, it's it's an it's an amazing country that doesn't get enough of its credit because they they have this narco and Pablo Escobar thing. But if you actually go there, it's one of the most beautiful countries that I've been to, and I've traveled around the world. And I can say that with, with complete unabashed admiration. So a lot of that stuff, as you said before, it comes from the roots, right? Whether from your roots or your past, past experiences or with your, with your family. And you can tell in your tone and voice that you just have a very strong determination. So we only have a few more minutes, Jasmine. What are some stories from your clients? Because this is all about how can we promote your business? How can you help more people? What are some clients you work with that did get benefits from your coaching and your insights? Yeah, so I've had, I've, you know, I work with many women that have gone through um, abuse or whether physical or sexual. And one client in particular who really was just a reoccurring that the same pattern of, for whatever reason, attracting these men that were just not only physically, but mentally abusive. And she came to me and I remember the day she came and, you know, I always... It's so weird because I'm, because you know, as an energy healer, you know, it's still in in the new. It's still like foreign to certain people. So sometimes when I'm talking, I feel like I'm speaking a different language. <laughs> and she came in just very, you know, broken. She was not broken, like, you know, because I don't really like using that word. But her soul was just down, and she was heavy, and she wouldn't even look up when I first met her. And she was just like, I don't, I'm, I feel very helpless, but I, I want to try this. I don't know if this is gonna work. But she's like, I've tried everything. And, you know, we go through the sessions of doing energy healing and coaching and meditation and just a lot of self-reflection. And within three sessions, she came back, you know, with more confidence. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a process. It's a step-by-step. But just even seeing from, you know, the first initial um, appointment I had with her as far as just even how she was, her demeanor, to then slowly she started flourishing. Like, you know, she was confident. She would speak to me. She would look at me directly. You know, people who have been abused, you know, they, they tend to feel intimidated and not want to speak their truth. And she's owning her voice. She quit her job that she was miserable in. You know, she was setting boundaries in relationships. She, she gave up that unhealthy relationship that she was going on for six years. Um, so Great. stuff like that, like when you can see it, like physically, emotionally, and, and just overall, the whole package just the transformation of it is, it's like, you know, the butterfly, the, you know, the metamorphosis of that, like here she was coming in a timid, uh, scared cat- uh, caterpillar, and then she is morphing and becoming this beautiful 
butterfly all on her own, you know? With your guidance. <laughs> yeah, but like truly, honestly, like with coaches, I always feel like we have the tools and honestly, it's because I learned from it. So I wanna, that's my gift is, you know, the wounds I have and how I healed them, that's how I, you know, help my clients, but they have to do it. You know, they have to be in it. They have to be ready. Cause if you're not ready, there's, there's no movement. There's no shift that will happen. So yeah. it, to me, it's, I give credit to my clients, all of it, because I can, you know, you can lead a horse to water. It doesn't mean they're going to drink. <laughs> that's a, that's a great story. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your services, Jasmine? Yeah, you can go visit my site on uh, www.coachingbyjasmine.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram and I, I love replying to, you know, anybody who reaches directly in Instagram as well. Uh, Coaching by Jasmine is my um, social media name. And yeah, you can reach me there. I'm always available. Awesome. Thank you, Jasmine. I just want to kind of recap and, and really share how, you know, as you said, Jasmine, sometimes people look at healing or they don't know about it, but it's a perfect example of how if you keep an open mind, you'll just have different things coming at you. And in Jasmine's case, she just shared a very powerful story about one of her clients where she got the results she wanted in the most perhaps un unconventional way or untraditional way. So this is a perfect example of how for those of us who are listening, just be open to things, whether in love and relationships and coaching. And this is a perfect example of that. So thanks so much, Jasmine, for sharing your story. No, thank you. You know, I always say instead of, ask, instead of asking yourself why, why don't you ask yourself why not? You know, that's really it in a nutshell. Like, why not? Like, just try it. <laughs> awesome, but awesome. thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. You too. Bye.